I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are very simple. We can discuss as many of your ideas as we like, but only one can be taken through to the next stage where it'll be placed under the trees of all the good little boys and girls that have listened to Dream Factory this year. I'm Joel, a man who puts the kink into Frank kink sense, and across from me it's John Harris. A man who has spent all morning in a WhatsApp group we're both in, decrying cranberry sauce and everyone who eats it. Hi, John. Hello, mate. Wait, did I? What? No, you... I don't remember the details. I wrote this a few days ago, but it's definitely 100% correct and doesn't need any further explaining. You're decrying me for saying it's not my personal taste. You're saying everyone who doesn't eat cranberry should be, should be locked up, should be taken to the Hague. Yeah, I agree. I stand by it. But then again, I also think anyone that eats bread sauce is a pervert. <laughs> Right, let's do some film review. Not film reviews, let's do some film... Well, we're sort of going to review listeners' film ideas, in a way, mm. maybe. Let's do some film ideas. Here's one from Martin. Tinsel and Gretel. A girl lost in a forest finds an edible house and decides to decorate it. The other day, I was walking my son around uh, the houses, it, uh, just after it got dark, to show, you know, it's mm-hmm. a it's a fun Christmas activity to sort of look at all the trees and all the decorated houses, oh, right? Oh, yeah. And I saw a, a, a tree, and this feels really old school. The tree that was covered in like the tinsel that's just like strings. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, Spider Man yeah. sort of had a good time on it. You don't see that that much. You don't see that very often. When you were a kid, did you used to get taken on a little drive around to see the houses with the most lights on? Well, that's 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 my plan with my son this evening. Yeah, I remember doing that. It was lots of fun. But how how do you know? Do you know where they are? Well, there's one. Is there an app? There's one. I was thinking that, like local. Yeah, there should be like a local, you know, Facebook group where they say this this house is good. Um, there's a house near yeah. where we live that is just completely nuts. It has like seven inflatable Santas outside of it, all the sort of oh wow gubbins. So yeah. I walk him there quite often, and then he just sort of stands in front of it counting the gingerbread men. Oh man, I bet. <laughs> I bet. I think when I was a kid, there used to be a few houses that would have extreme light situations and maybe you could give like there's like a charity box or something is this am I, no that's is this definitely right? is this normal is that what you don't get in england well at least back in our day maybe you do nowadays that the americans seem to do is like where they sync the lights to music that's pretty nuts insane 
That's insane. That's absolutely insane. I mean, people's electricity bills, uh, let's not get into it. It makes me scared. It makes yeah. me anxious. That's, yeah, when, when I see this, I think this is really great for me and my son to have a nice little watch. But I, but every second I'm watching, an extra pound is being added to your electricity bill. Yeah. Imagine if you had a smart meter. Like, the smart meter would have like one of those <laughs> yeah. machines in Vegas when you win the jackpot, wouldn't it? It would just, you, you better keep up with the numbers. You'd be like entering the matrix. Absolutely insane. So Tinsel and Gretel, to get back to the actual point, mm. she decorates the house. She doesn't go inside. She doesn't get cooked. I'm not really sure what the moral of the story is anymore. No, it's a good point. But it sounds to me like she maybe becomes part of the problem, right? So Hansel and Gretel, there's a lovely edible house that they get fooled by. But you've just described a situation where kids are flocking to well-decorated de- houses. <gasps> so maybe the house becomes even more appealing. The witch is the one decorating the, the house. The witch is doing the decorating. The witch is... They've learned to avoid the edible-looking house because they've heard the story of, you know, the witch. And she thinks, how can I one-up this? And she starts putting inflatable Santas <laughs> out the front. And soon all the kids are flocking. You'd have my son. They've even, they've even got dads driving them there. <laughs> it's like the Scarface of, of cooking children. She's like made a business <laughs> out of it. Incredible stuff, that Wicked Witch. Yeah. She's resourceful. And then what happens in house? They get, they manage to get out and there's a bread, tr- bread trail. So Don't they put her in the oven? They put her in the oven. That's the issue. I'm sure they cook the witch. That's the issue. When you've got 40 kids in this house now, they can just overpower the witch and put her in the oven. They can. Maybe that's what they do. There we go. Would you like one from works. me from Beck? Please. This is from Beck. Miracle on 21 Jump Street. Good. So. Now, remind me and the listeners what happens in Miracle on 34th Street. You're a piece of work, Joel, because I have no idea. Right, I'm Googling Miracle. Have you? Um, I don't know if I've ever seen it. It feels like an American big Christmas thing. Susan, a child and a mother, along with the help of a lawyer, must defend a man, Chris Kringle, from being institutionalized. In order to do so, they must prove that he's the real Santa Claus. Yes. I like the idea. I like the premise. It's a nice premise, isn't it? Sort of 12 angry men. 12 angry elves. Very good. So. So Santa is the in the school. 21 Jump Street. It's all undercover cops, right? So maybe it's they go undercover in Lap- Lapland? Yes. Jonah Hill and Channing because Tatum are the star witnesses in the trial. Because they've been undercover in yeah, Lapland. Perfect. They've been undercover in Lapland because they've heard about some a breakaway elf gang that are using the resources to, I don't know, some sort of drug ring. <laughs> That sherbet. And sneaking, you know, because you always, you hear, well, you quite often hear stories about drugs being in like cuddly toys and stuff. Yeah, that's, yeah, how they smuggle it. So maybe that's what the guys, maybe there's a breakaway core of elves that start putting class A drugs into cuddly toys to distribute them across the world. I'm fair. At high speed, let's not exactly, forget. I'm fairly confident. I haven't checked, but I'm fairly confident that Santa's sleigh doesn't go through via customs. Exactly. It's the perfect crime. He doesn't need a passport. He doesn't believe in borders. And so, they're able to smuggle drugs away and they get the guys from 21 Jump Street to pose as elves. It's hilarious body comedy. Channing Tatum as an elf. He's a huge, muscly guy. Perfect. And he's he's posing as an elf. And there they uh, they crack the case. Would you, it's a good idea. I, I look, signed, sealed, delivered. I'm yours. What about this one from Nathan? Chris Pringle. Chris Pringle. Chris Pringle. Chris Pringle. When I was a kid, the team that I support, Cholton, they had a player called Martin Pringle. And I always thought it's such a fun name. <laughs> Isn't it fun to be called Martin Pringle? My, uh, oh God, I don't relate everything to my son, but because I guess Christmassy stuff is family stuff, so this is he's coming up a lot. My son is obsessed with Pringles, and he was very excited about the Christmas Pringles tins. You know, you know the seasonal, you know, decorated. It's so. I mean, a red Pringle tin is absolutely primed, isn't it? Just add a little bit of white fur around exactly. it. Exactly. What's his favourite Pringle flavour? Um, I think he's a green guy. Sour cream. 
Yeah, so, they're so good. Man. They are. They are they're so good. If only they had some sort of tagline about the fact that they are really Moorish, because they really are very mm. Moorish. Once you open, Once you, you just can't, you know. <laughs> Close. Mm. <laughs> I was told once as a kid that they actually put something in the... I know, I think... I was told, right, that the flavouring of chive... Because it's sour cream and chive, isn't yes. it? I was told that the flavouring of chive is, like, medically addictive. <laughs> And that's why those Pringles were so good. And I believe, I reckon I believed that until I was maybe 25, 20 child. <laughs> and, and I always used to think, why aren't they just putting this in everything? Yeah. Make all food addictive. Why is this not in all food? Put foods? this on a salad. Yeah. Make all food horribly addictive. Put this on a salad. Well, yeah, but you can put chives on a salad, I guess. But not refined no, chive flavor. Chive, chive flavoring. Chives themselves, not addictive. Yeah. I think I, I used to go around telling people that like it was a smart thing. <laughs> Oh, God, you want to put yeah. those green Pringles down, my friend. Well, I used to think, this is the thing I, I think about sometimes, is I definitely told adults that I, that the extractor fan in a bathroom was to get the whiff out. But <laughs> surely it does a bit. <laughs> Doesn't it? Chris Pringle. Uh, it's Santa, but he just gives out Chris. But no, it but... must do a bit. <laughs> what does it extract? Damn, yeah. Air. It's moisture yeah. in the air. Well, the, guess where the smell is, John? It's in the <laughs> fucking air. Right, Santa, but he, he hands out crisps. Santa, but he wakes up and his arms and legs are Pringles tubes. <laughs> and he still has to complete... Uh, he wakes up on Christmas Eve. No, it's Christmas Eve and it's the night... Of, sorry, it's Christmas the 23rd. It's Christmas 23rd. And he's up late snacking. And he puts his hands into two <laughs> Pringles tubes because yep. he's a hungry boy. And they get stuck. And he can't get them off. And the next day he has to complete his Christmas Eve rounds, but with Pringle tube arms. Perfect. Sponsored by... How about August. this one from Rachel? A Muppet's Christmas Daryl Hannah. A Muppet's Christmas Daryl Hannah. A Muppet's Christmas Daryl Hannah. Who's Daryl Hannah? She's an actress. She was most famous for that film. Is it Splash? Yeah, Splash with Tom Hanks, where she is a mermaid. Oh, okay. So she, it's her instead of Michael Caine? <laughs> there is that right? Yes. So she... I haven't done my um my annual Muppets Christmas Carol watch yet. I, tr- I started it. it. The annoying thing about Muppets Christmas Carol... Why did you stop? Isn't it like 85 minutes long? I have a child. What do you mean you start? How far did you get? Um, Not very far. It's embarrassing. There, it was definitely the bit... Oh. It was definitely still the initial sort of proper sequence in, the, in Scrooge's office at the beginning. Where, you know, he oh, says wow. like... That's, You're yeah. all going to get fired if you keep complaining about the heating and then they all pretend they're on like a, a tropical island to, to show how hot they are. Yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I would love to... Sh- oh, my God. I'm not going to relate everything to my son, I promise. God, everyone's so bored. <laughs> Three-star review on Apple. He used to love the show, but now he talks about his son all the time. <laughs> um, it's a perfect film to show a child until about 60 minutes in when it becomes the scariest movie of all time. Yeah, it really does. The um, I was absolutely terrified by the Ghost of Christmas Future when I was a kid. Yeah, it's a real shame because otherwise the whole going to see your grave, clanging the chains. I think even at the start, it's pretty scary when the f- the fellas come. Marley, Marley, we're Marley and Marley. Ooh. But it's great. I'm very excited to watch it. But I'd be even more excited if Daryl <laughs> Hannah was in it. The uh, kind of the the reason, and everyone knows this. The reason the Christmas Carol is so brilliant is because Michael Caine said, I'm playing this as straight as a die. Like, I'm going to play this role as though it was any dramatic role I'd ever been cast in. And I'm going to pretend that these are real guys and not Muppets and it's not ironic and it's not silly and fun. Yeah. And that's why it works so well. 
because he just played it with a completely straight it's face. So, it's so, so good. great. Yeah, no, I need it's to. It's so perfect. I need to get a watch in before Christmas because it is. Yeah, well, if you keep watching five minutes a day, you might get it done by next Christmas. <laughs> mm. It's that or um, Wonderful Life. Anyone who's like, oh, the best Christmas film is Elf. Like, fine, that's your favourite Christmas film, but objectively, it's not the best Christmas film. No, it can't be. It can't be. Um, what about this one from Con? Christ Maths. It's like girl maths, but for messiahs. <laughs> I guess, like, you could say, like, five loaves and five fish feeding 5,000 or whatever it was. One loaf and a fish? That's Christ Maths. That's Christ Maths. That's Christ maths. That's good. I don't know. Is there many, are there many other instances of maths? No. Twelve disciples. What's, so girl maths is where you sort of justify a purchase. You justify it, exactly. In a sort of roundabout way. So it's like a billion sins, two days in a cave, that kind of thing. <laughs> well, yeah, there's... Uh, cr- two, day, two days in a cave equals every sin mankind has ever committed. Cr- yeah. Christ maths is what happens after confession. Have you ever been to confession where the, a priest will just sort of, you say your sins and a priest will come up with a number of prayers based on how bad your sins John, are? John, have you been to confession? Yes, I was raised a Roman Catholic. Were yeah, you? I, you? Are you confirmed? Oh yeah, big time. I got the tattoos and everything. Big time confirmed. <laughs> wow. Cross tattoo on the lower back. You did, you did your confirmation. Did you have to pick a saint's name? Yeah, I picked Xavier because... What's his... X-Men. Is there a Saint Xavier? Apparently, I hope so, because that's the one I picked. That is outrageous. What did he do? <laughs> Saint. He set up a school for gifted Xavier. mutants. I don't. I don't know what else he did. <laughs> Francis Xavier. Well done, man. Thank you. Well done on being confirmed. That's exciting. So yeah, I didn't realize you were Catholic. Christmas is that moment where, at the end of confession, a priest goes three Hail Marys and one, you know, whatever, and five keepy ups. Is I'd love to know, is that at preschool, is there like maths lessons where you go, like, it's murder, and they're like, oh, that's going to be 20. Do you, do you know what I mean? Is Or is it is it all yeah. vibes based? I think they're kind of, I reckon they've got a, a system. There's got to be like a, an algorithm. <laughs> you know, when you're, they've got, a, they've got to say from your tone of voice, how repentant are you? Eventually, confession boxes will just be AI, <laughs> and you'll get a little like printout that will tell you what, how many prayers to do. Surely that's the future. I wonder if there's any... Now, I don't want to cast any aspersions, but I wonder if there's any lazy priests out there that are already doing chat GPT <laughs> sermons. Oh, come on. There has to I'd be. I'd be phoning that in. I'd be phoning it in. I'd be five minutes before service. I'd be on chat GPT. Write me a sermon that, you know, that, look, covers responsibility. I'm not. Great. I'm, sh- I'm sure some are. But even more likely is that they are relating chat GPT to Jesus' scr- struggles somehow. And much like, oh, and much yeah, like yeah, yeah, the yeah. battle against AI, Jesus had to battle against, you know. AI is entering every facet of our life. Somebody who should already be in every <laughs> facet of our life is Jesus Christ. That kind of thing. Yeah. Cool. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. 
Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Um, how about this one from Brad? Muscle toe. Santa's foot is so vigorously pranced upon by a reindeer that sadly, one flattened toe must go. But a talented Arctic Ocean elf doctor replaces the dead digit with a bivalve that not only helps Santa stick to chimney bricks, but also becomes the source of all of Santa's pearls of wisdom. This is, there's some law here. There's, there's some real law going on. So he gets like a super toe. Is he also got Pringles super on his toe. arms at this point? Or He's still got Pringles <laughs> on his arms. Yeah, this is the sequel to uh, Chris Pringle. Okay, so he gets a, a super toe that I guess can help him navigate, leads him straight to the chimney. And he's, I, I, I like it. I'm into it. And the elves and the reindeer become very jealous of this toe because it's doing pretty much all of their work for for them. Nice. Very so good. So there's a plot within to to lop off his super toe. <laughs> yeah. And uh, things get pretty, things only get worse from there. Uh, inevitably. Good stuff. Well done, Brad. Hey, John, would you like one from yes, me? Yes, please. E.T. phone home alone. E.T.'s left at home for the day and the fellas from whichever agency it is in the film are trying to get him from the house and he builds a series of traps to keep them out. Perfect. Macaulay Culkin has to be involved somehow. Macaulay Culkin's involved. Macaulay Culkin... I reckon Macaulay Culkin's like an online conspiracy theorist who wants to defend E.T. and, you know, protect him from the guys from Area 51. Oh, I love it. So he goes he goes and helps set up the uh, the traps. I'm... Okay. I'm really loving the sort of Macaulay Culkin sort of renaissance that's happening at the minute. The sort of reappraisal. He seems very happy and healthy and we're all, we're all very much yeah. here for it. Um, I think this could be the ultimate kids film, basically. You've got the ultimate 80s kid film and the ultimate 90s kids film and you've mashed them together to make the ultimate kids film. If we can somehow fold in the ultimate 2000s kids film, Spy Kids 2, <laughs> then we would be laughing. Crikey. Please don't ask me any further questions about Sky, Sky, Sky Kids. Sky Kids. <laughs> kids from the Spy. From the sky. Spy, spy children. Yeah. I love it, Joel. Would you like my movie idea, please, and thank you? Yes. Sledge of Tomorrow. Either it's Groundhog Day in the madness of a snow day, or it's about a super futuristic sledge. I think it's got to be repeating snow day over and over and over again. Maybe it's... There's, you know, there's that Simpsons episode where Bart hasn't revised for a really important test, and he's praying for a snow day, and then... Lisa sort of pranks him and says there is a snow day and he's over the moon. He can't believe it. he's going to get away with it. And then there isn't one. Maybe there is something you've avoided revising for this test that's going to come. And then a snow day hits and you get to relive the snow day over and over and over again until you properly are clued up for the exam. But the problem is snow days are too much yeah. fun that you just keep going outside every day and sledging and hanging with your pals and making snowmen. But you never complete the necessary revision but it's it's like slumdog millionaire and so far as all the answers to the questions in the test sort of appear within that day just in, in the in the in nice the world. Yeah, yeah yeah perfect is that what happens in slumdog millionaire 
I think so, isn't it? He he sort of wins. Who wants to be a millionaire? Just because I know he wins, but he wins because he's seen yeah, bec- the answers everywhere. Bec- yeah, because by chance in his life, he just happens to have f- heard all the answers one way or another. Oh, I thought he was like a super boffin. I think so. I think that's what happens in that. Oh, yeah, good. Oh, maybe I'll check it snow out. There you go. There's John's recommendation for the film Slumdog Millionaire. Snow- a December snow day was the greatest thing to happen in the world. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. We- there was really heavy snow one year. It must be like 2006, 2007. And I, our, all of our school got called into the main hall. And the teachers were just like, snow's terrible out there. There's no buses or anything running. Uh, we can't keep the school open. So off you pop. And we all just got let out into like the blizzard. <laughs> we all had to make our way home. It was so exciting. Incredible. Uh, so do you think, do you think kids not, don't, don't have that anymore? Do you think they go, okay, tomorrow will be remote and it's just sort of an even worse school day? Yeah. I don't think you get snow days in the same way. I read it's all Zoom. <sighs> what, sad, what a bleak man. way to end this it's episode. Sad. Merry Christmas, one and all. Merry Christmas, everyone. John, which was your favourite? Um, Chris Pringle. <laughs> Chris, Chris, Chris Pringle was mine as well, actually. Well done, Chris Pringle. And we need to leave, actually, because Santa is booming into this room. <laughs> Toe Pringle first. cans on every, every sticking out limb, screaming. Well done, John. Well done, Joe. This this is exciting because um for the listeners, you know, they're a few days away from Christmas, but you've sort of already had a Christmas. I had a Christmas at my parents' house this weekend in Kent. It was great. I got fed constantly from the moment I arrived till the moment I left. I got sent away with. So there's, I'm the only person in my family that likes Christmas cake. Okay, which I think is a shame and a mark of the decline of this once great nation. <laughs> Christmas cake, for those who don't know, is a fruitcake, layer of marzipan, layer of icing. And typically the fruitcake has been like fed with brandy or whiskey or something for months in a, in advance of its creation. But because no one else eats a Christmas cake, I'm just Joel with a whole Christmas cake in his fridge now. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking enormous. It's like the bottom tier of a wedding cake. I thought you were going to say like they, you know, you got like a little like side I'm plate size. Two or one. three slices of it a day. <laughs> I'm eating two or three slices of it a day. It's just absolutely absurd. I feel like Henry VIII. Does that count as one of your five a day? The amount of fruit involved? I was wondering this. There's so much fruit in it that surely at some point, I mean, I would imagine the cons outweigh the pros, but at some <laughs> point you eat enough, enough Christmas cake that you've eaten one portion of fruit and veg for the day. So yeah, yeah, I can take solace in that. Um, I'm definitely exceeding my uh, icing quota for the day. <laughs> um, before we go, do you have any um, pop culture recommendations? Anything for people to consume over the festive period? Oh man, so tough. I I don't know if I've recommended it before. I think it's become my favourite podcast, weekly podcast, and it's Ed Gamble and Matthew Crosby's podcast at the Radio X show. And the most recent episode was absolutely hilarious. Uh, I saw the I, I saw so the much. Matt singing um, an intro over the re- over Reef. Oh, so good! And they so they have a feature which I think might be the best feature on radio, which is what do I not know what <laughs> yeah, it is? Yeah. Where they ask they ask guests what they don't know what it is. So it's for example, paint mirrors, um, and I now I mirrors. I think about these all the time in my daily life. For example, shin splints, <laughs> and a thing that I remember hearing loads as a kid. That something to do with your ears, grommets. Those are just two examples of things. <laughs> what do I not know what it is? And then at the weekend, I was chatting to my mate who also really loves the show. And where we were stood, a train went past, and we were like, "Oh yeah, that's that train line that goes to Paddock Wood." And then we said, because we're both fans of the show, they should do. Where do I not know what <gasps> it is? Yeah, and it's places, 
And then I listened to the show later that day and someone had messaged in, where do I not know what it is? And had named exactly that feature. It was a spooky coincidence. So that'd be my recommendation. There we go. I would like to, I would like to recommend a film that's just arrived on Disney Plus, Joel. A film that we've talked about a lot this year, but I don't know if you've seen it yet still. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. I have. Whoa, you want to recommend it? Did you not? I thought it was great fun. I haven't seen okay. it. I was so scared. I was so scared to watch it because it got panned. It, I, right. I think we live in a world where films are either the worst thing ever or the greatest film of all time. And you can't just be a very good film anymore. You can't just be like, that was great fun. I had a really nice time. They have to yeah. be like everything everywhere all at once or it's a disaster. Yeah. I, I completely agree. I, really liked it i really enjoyed it it's infinitely better than kingdom of the crystal skull and i'd say it's mm-hmm. it's happy i'd say i'm happy for it to exist in the pantheon with the first three i really i genuinely think it's really good oh okay that's gonna be i'm gonna watch that in the in the bit oh in exactly the pre in the pre new year's art that's the perfect bit exactly. that's why they've, they've released it on disney plus because it yeah. is the perfect bit film We're all everyone's gonna be, bit. gonna be watching that over the bit in the, in the bit, you're just scrabbling for things to do. I, I honestly think the bit is going to be a real big moment for reappraisal of that movie because everyone's going to be watching with their families. Wow. Going, this is really fun. Okay, I'm going to watch it and I'm going to, but I'm going to let you all. But know. go in with the expectations you had before I just did that monologue. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not going to go in now think, thinking it's why was this snubbed at the Oscars. Perfect. I'm going to enjoy it. Thanks, John. I guess we'll we'll be back next. Have week. a lovely Christmas, one and all. Have a lovely, magical Christmas. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.